Well, we want to talk to you today about the situation in Israel, Palestine, Gaza, the West Bank, Hezbollah, Hamas, and what famously the West are marching in the streets about, calling it an Israeli occupation. And that's a very interesting word. It's tossed about quite regularly without any real sense of the historical reference to it, occupation. But what's an occupation? Everybody's occupying something. You're in someone's country because it was occupied and then codified and then ratified. And now you think you have the right to verify that when it happens anywhere. Occupation? Really? Americans and British people talking about Israel occupying its own land? You have no knowledge or history of whose land it is. You think it just popped up in 1948? You have no understanding of the people of a land because you actually are not the people of the land. After all, you're occupying the American indigenous people. This is their land. Don't you people, particularly white, you weren't brought to America as a slave. Didn't you come and occupy someone else's land? You're so into occupation. Get your butt on a boat and go back to Germany, Amsterdam, Austria, France, Italy, obviously England, Ireland, Sweden. Take your little butt, get on a boat since you're an occupier. You want to stop occupying someone's land? You cannot trace your descendants here. This was... The America, forgive me for saying Indians, of course, that's what Christopher Columbus famously coined because he had thought or believed that he had landed in India. Now, we call them that, and that's not even the name. But the various Mexican tribes and indigenous people of the Americas are bunched list too long for me to go through every tribe and their ethnic names, but they don't include you Frenchmen and you British, and you Scots, and you Irish, and you Brits, and you Spaniards. Not as much, a little for the Spaniards, actually. So let's stop talking about occupation. And the current situation in the Middle East, the occupation is primarily on the shoulders and blame of the British who were actually occupying the land. In the 40s, after World War II, when they were coming back, it was the Brits that were closing the ports and sending them back and then off to Cyprus and Greece. Get out of here. You can't. Protecting the land. And remember, the Brits left their weapons for the Palestinians. And what for? But to fan revolt. To create division. I think it was the Baco Accord talking about the arrangements that they had made, agreements, agreements and treaties. Well, <laughs> haven't we been known to break agreements and treaties? Since when do we not break agreements and treaties? We are rife with the breaking of agreements and treaties. 
And they fostered that in the Middle East. An interesting power move. Create a divided region. Give a situation to need to be needed so that no one entity becomes too powerful. Is that what it was? What's involved in this conspiracy? Notwithstanding, 750,000 refugees of that Palestinian region were moved out, as many of our repatriating European Jews, Ashkenazis, Ukrainian, Russian came in and Many of the people sold their lands. Others were pushed off the land. Others bought land, began to work it, build on it. That's the starting of many of the kibbutz and even before that. Before 1948. But the larger percentage of repatriation, people returning to Israel, mostly all European Jews, not so many of the Ethiopian, not many of the Africans, but mostly Europeans. And they came back, and there were many things that were done. In fact, many of the Jewish brethren that came back blew up things that belonged to the British. There were terrorist factions within the Jewish community going against the Brits because the Brits were actually very harsh. And there was an incident there. Notwithstanding, those of us of the Torah, we know what the Torah instructs how to treat foreigners. We know. And we also know that those nations surrounding us in Israel, through all of the words of phylacteries of peace, assalamu alaikum, shalom, really don't exist. Because the undergirding foundational manifest destiny principle is drive the Jew into the sea and elimination, not cohabitation. That is not anywhere in their constitution philosophy. Doesn't exist. Not in Egypt, not in Lebanon, not in Syria, not in Iran, not in Jordan. Ultimately, despite the various religious fashion at their core, that's what they agree on. The destruction and elimination of Israel as a people, as a state. So don't go preaching to Israel about what's necessary to do to survive and maintain, regardless of rather a Sephardic, Ethiopian Kushites or Ashkenazi. Don't go thinking that you're in a better position to tell people who are surrounded by enemies whose manifest is complete annihilation. And last I checked, I don't know any Jewish yeshivas that are teaching their children to pick up weapons and behead people and kill them. I don't know anyone that's taught that in the Torah. The Torah says, raise your children in the words of God, the teachings, the moral laws. Doesn't say raise them and give them an AK-47 at seven, it's five years of age. 
and sing songs about killing Jews. There's no songs about killing Arabs. There's no songs about killing Muslims. You dumb Americans. You silly British Londoners. You expose your ignorance. And everybody in the Middle East knows because they actually do know. By the way, on both sides. I hate to tell you this, but to all you white liberals marching in the streets with Palestinian flags, the people that are Palestinian are laughing at you. Oh, what a fool you are. Even though you are proponents for them. Because they know that you don't know what you're talking about. In fact, 90% of you, they will kill. You're idiots. Ill-informed, uninformed, delusional. You should stick being crazy about your own craziness in your nation because you know nothing about the geopolitical hysterosity of the Middle East, of the Jews and the Arabs. You're ignorant. Go back to your baseball, football, fashion shows, desert concerts in Vegas, your Buddha and your Hindu. Stick to the silly, stupid, pagan, godless mess that you always do. You leave the serious matters to us. And don't forget your seasonal Disney World pass. Your Comic-Con and your Marvel. That's your world. You know that. I don't. I know it's crazy. That's all I know. I know enough to know I don't want to be a part of it. But keep your butt there. Because you have no idea what you're talking about, what you're marching about. Occupation. Israel occupying. You're stupid. Not even worthy of a debate. Imagine if black Americans started doing this to white Americans' occupation. Your occupiers. We're going to burn. They didn't do that. Malcolm X tried to do it. Martin Luther King says, peace, shalom. Let the Lord fight this battle. Nobody trained black kids to pick up weapons in our communities and go and burn white houses and white buildings. Go murder white women and rape them and kill their babies and behead them because of slavery. It wasn't done. And that's not what Israel does. But that is what portions of the people that are administrating Gaza, the West Bank, the Palestinians, under that kind of control by the religious radical haters from Egypt to Syria to Iran. And are there innocent Palestinians and Arabs, absolutely, they're Arab Jews, they're Arab Christians. Are there innocent ones caught up with these terrorist groups that are dominating their region? Yes, this happened before. And there are innocent children dying, yes. But to the Palestinians, I would say you need to rise up against the crazy left Hamas people. They are not freedom fighters. They are freedom destroyers. And so is Hezbollah. So get your facts straight. 
we're praying nonetheless on both sides, but particularly those innocent people who are having to suffer as a result of being administrated by a terrorist group. You are fodder. You are just being used for the terrorist extremists. They see you as a human shield. They have no value for your children or your babies. That's why they have no problem strapping a bomb around your children saying be a suicide bomber in the name of Allah. We're praying. Israel has done more than their share, more than the West and the United Nations and the crazy Europeans. They've done more to help the people in Gaza, to help the people in the West Bank, to help the Palestinians. So you're in no position to point your finger at Israel. Now, granted, nobody's perfect. Have they made mistakes? Don't we all? Don't you? But none of you have boots on the ground and none of you have gone through to make arrangements to help the infrastructure, to physically get involved. And then to have the very people you're helping turn on you to kill you. And to run gopher tunnels under your houses and buildings so they can come up out of the ground like a snake and snatch you, rape you, kill you, and bite your head. Are you kidding me? So I don't expect any of you will understand it until it happens to you, and it will, according to Bible prophecy. Your day's coming as well. No one's going to get away from this judgment that's coming upon the world. Israel's just been fighting it a lot longer than you. So they're not exactly sweating it the way you do. Ultimately, God's going to allow things to get a lot worse and not just for Israel. For you too. You think you're insulated by an ocean? Do you know the trouble that's coming? In fact, already is. Your October the 7th is on the way. You're going to be surprised. And then you're going to say, oh, we, oh, now we understand. Oh, don't worry. You'll never understand until you're walking in those moccasins and the hammer's falling on you. But you will. Don't worry. And we'll pray for you and march in the streets for your enemies to continue to do what they're doing and call you the racist, arrogant, prideful nation that you are. Educate yourselves, not through Fox News, not through a bunch of liberal leftist crazy professors at your Ivy League and liberal universities. Truly seek and you shall find. Didn't start with me. You don't have to listen to me. Seek the truth and you'll find it. But you've got to seek the truth. And the only people that seek the truth are the ones that want it. The ones without bias and prejudice. When God has had enough, that's when things are gonna start to get rough. When God has had enough. That's when things are gonna start to get rough Hurtful and painful and broken and shameful and humble and 
God has had enough. 